I was on a sales call the other day and I was talking to a guy and, and I shared with him my view and perception of the world, how I go about and, and actually view the world and how I solve problems and how I overcome things. And we get done with that call and the guy goes, dude, I have never, ever had anybody explain the world to me that way and how to solve problems in that way. You have fundamentally broken down all of my false beliefs and completely shifted the way upon which I see the world. And that is what we're going to be talking about here today. You are now entering a new paradigm. So here is my issue. I wanted to find the answers to life's biggest questions. Things like, how do I become happy and live with purpose? How do I make more money doing what I love? And what does it mean to be truly successful in all areas of life? My name is Josh Forty, at Josh Forty on Instagram, and I ask life's biggest questions and share the answers with you. My goal is to help you find purpose, happiness, and open your mind to new realms of possibility by helping you think differently about everything you do, know, and understand. On this podcast, we think different, we dream bigger, and we live in a world without limits. This is a new paradigm. Welcome to the Think Different Theory. What is up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Think Different Theory. My name is Josh Forty, and uh, oh my gosh, I got—I got to be honest with you guys. I'm pretty sure that at this point, everybody hates me when it comes to my political views. Oh my word! Um, so we've gotten some feedback, obviously, back from <clears throat> Wednesday's episode of last week, where I voiced my opinions on Donald Trump. And basically explained why I was having a hard time voting for him. While I was, why, why I wasn't sure a hundred percent, uh, why I was going to vote or whether or not I was going to vote for him or not. <clears throat> and I just kind of laid out some of the struggles that I had and why, you know, racism is such a big issue to me. And I don't feel like he addressed it well enough. And like just different things like that. Right. And, and I was pretty respectful about it. I, I laid out and I was like, Hey, if you want to vote for him, great. If you don't, but now basically everybody hates me. I mean, literally. Anti-Trumpers are like, you used to support Donald Trump. How do we know you changed? And then pro-Trump people are like, you suck. We can't count on you. How dare you? You must want a communist dictatorship. You must want all abortion to be uh, legal and babies to die in a one-world takeover and higher taxes and um, complete socialism. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, yeah, that's because that's totally what I meant. Oh, my gosh. So I've just accepted the point of this. At this point, I've just accepted the fact that pretty much probably everybody hates me for my political beliefs, and that's okay. I hope you don't, but uh, you know what? To each their own, and I think that the lesson to take away from this here, guys, is I don't care whether you support me or not in, in from, and my political beliefs. I don't care if you agree with me or not, and I don't care if I agree with you or not. I think we all need to be a free thinker. It's what the literal definition of the podcast is. Think for yourself, people, not what the media wants you to or anything else, but that's beside the point. Anyway, um, I, I, based on what I believe in, uh, I, I vote based on what I believe in, and I stand up for my morals, I stand up for my faith. I think that that's important, guys. Like, all the hatred, all of the, the backlash that I've gotten over the past couple of days, which, I mean, there's been a lot of love, too. I want to be very clear. There's been a lot of people that have reached out and, and, and thanked me for uh, standing up for what I believe in. But the point in all of this is to say, regardless of, uh, I don't, like, regardless of your political beliefs, regardless of whether you're you know, politically involved or, or not, um, if you are true to yourself, if you are true to who you are, and you actually know yourself, you know what you believe in, and you know why you believe it. All right, that's a very important part there. If you know why you believe it, then you should have no problem standing up for what you believe in because the, the backlash of everybody else should not bother you. You should be able to t- tune it out, pay attention to it, and, and, and like gather feedback 
in case you've missed the mark on something. But I've, I've been around this enough. I've done this enough times for the past three or four years. And I have been very, very controversial. So I'm used to the hate by now to, to, to look at this and go, you know what? Everybody is entitled to their own opinion. That is totally fine. I'm going to state my opinion. I'm going to be true to what I believe in. And that's not going to bother me if people hate on me because I am being true to myself. I'm speaking and I, I, I'm like, I'm being my true self. And I really, truly believe that that is going to earn me the most respect going forward. I really, truly believe that that's what's best for the world. And I do, do believe that people on both sides, whether they like me or hate me, can at least respect me for the fact that I stand up for what I believe in, that I am not a one side or the other type of person. I am a free thinker. I am, I, I, I people think to think different theory is a, a cute little term or, you know, something that, that, uh, you know, I did for marketing purposes. No, thinking differently, being a free thinker is like the fundamental view upon which I view the world, okay? It's not a cute saying. It's not something that I did for marketing. It is literally the, the way and the, uh, and the ideology upon which I live my life by. I view, fundamentally view the world differently than everybody else. I do. I, I really actually truly believe that and I wanna invite you to do the same thing because it's the most freeing, liberating thing and it allows you to not only be mentally free, it, it, it leads to mental freedom, it leads to financial freedom, it leads to time freedom, but it allows you to have the biggest amount of impact because you're not tied down to anyone else, all right? And uh, if there's one thing that I'll give Donald Trump is that I don't think Donald Trump really cares what people think of him all that much. So uh, props to him on that, I suppose. But that leads me to the point and the purpose of today's episode, which is how to get what you want, how to get what you want out of life, all right? Whether that is in business or in your personal life or in any aspect of this, uh, I wanna kind of share the framework and the uh, the ideology, the, the, the way upon which I approach this in my own life because I was talking to a student the other day uh, actually, he wasn't a student. He's a follower of mine. I, th- I think he has bought a couple of my products before. But anyway, we were on the sales call and we're, we're chit chatting. And uh, uh, he wasn't a good fit for the program, so I, you know, I didn't make him an offer. I said, "Hey, listen, man, for the rest of this call, you're not a good fit. I, I just want to serve you. All right, how do I serve you?" And so we kind of dive down into some of the roadblocks that he was having and and, and stuff in his mental uh, game. And so. Um, I go through and I start explaining to him how to overcome these things. And I was like, hey, like what's holding you back? What are the stories that you're telling yourself? And I start working on his, his mind for like 40 minutes, honestly. Uh, I was really, really into it. And we get done with this call. And by the time we're done, he, he, he goes, Josh, I have never had anybody explain that to me the way that you just explained it to me. I have never viewed the world in that way. You have fundamentally completely destroyed all of my beliefs about the way that I approach the world and the, the way that I approach things. And you have fundamentally transform the way that I think in like 40 minutes. Now, I'm not saying that I'm going to be able to do that because it was in this podcast, right? Because it was a very specific thing and, and I was able to, you know, to very fundamentally dive into to his core and, uh, and helped him kind of see some perspective shifts. But it made me realize very quickly or it reminded me that the way upon which I view the world and the way upon which I live my life is fundamentally different than most people. It really is. And that the way upon which I view life, which I don't think I have everything right. I don't think I'm perfect. I don't don't think that you know I have everything figured out that by no means am I trying to say that but what I am saying is that the way that I view life is a very freeing way to live life it is a very empowering way to live life all right and I don't like I got this stuff right out of the bible guys I got this stuff right from my coach I got this stuff right from Tony Robbins I got this stuff right from Joe Dispenza and Maxwell like really smart people okay so this is not like 
Joshua has it all figured out, but I live by these principles. I live by the, the, the way upon which the government, the governing factors of the world work. And it's a very freeing, very empowering way. And I want to kind of share that with you here because I really do believe that the reason that most people do not have what they want in life is because they don't believe that they deserve what they have in life. They don't, or what they, uh, what they want in life. They don't, they don't act that way. Their stories, their mindset, the things that are going on inside them are holding them back simply because they don't view the world and they don't view things the way that I do. And, not, and not, once again, not specifically me, it's these frameworks, it's these, it's these, these principles of life, of, of the mind, of thinking different, literally thinking different, okay? Um, and, and being a free thinker at a core level, okay? So I'm, I'm actually, I wanna break down uh, this, this guy's story a little bit. I kind of want to dive into this a little bit further. And I want to show you some of the perspective shifts here because this particular guy, he was, um, he was just starting out, right? And so we get on the phone and, and I realized very quickly about five, 10 minutes into the call, he's not going to be a good fit. And so I, I turn him down and he's like, Josh, I want to get to this point where I, I want to I be making $5,000 a month. Now, for those of you that are out there that are making crap, you know, crap loads more of that, the principles still apply here. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna share with you my own false beliefs in this, but I, I wanna, I wanna kind of walk you through this process here, okay? He's like, I, I, I wanna make $5,000 a month consistently. And that seems pretty, pretty far away, pretty out of reach, okay, for me right now. And I was like, oh, oh okay, well, well, why is that? He's like, well, I'm living in my mom's basement right now. And I'm like, oh, okay. He goes, I don't have anything to sell. Uh, I'm trying to sell you know, the one funnel away challenge from Russell Brunson as an, you know, as an affiliate. And uh, I, just, I just don't know where to start. I don't know what to do. I, I can't do it, right? And I said, okay, so you think that this is difficult. You think that this is hard, right? And he goes, yeah. And I said, okay, so what is it that's holding you back from getting to that $5,000 a month level? And he's like, well, uh, what's holding me back is that I, 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 I'm not making any sales. I can't sell my product that I wanna sell. I'm like, okay, so the one funnel away challenge, it's a hundred bucks. So the problem is, is that you're, the reason, the thing that's holding you back essentially from getting to this $5,000 a month way of, of uh, or $5,000 a month in sales is the fact that you can't sell this product. And he's like, yes. And I said, like, cool, okay. I said, so, so why? Why do you think that you can't sell this product? And he's like, well, I have no value to add to the world. I have uh, no credibility and I don't know how to communicate well. I was like, wow, those are, those are three big things, man. Well, that sucks. You got no value to add to the world. You have no credibility. You don't know how to communicate. It's like, huh? All right. And so I said, great. So let's pretend all of those things were out of your way, right? You had massive credibility. I said, imagine if you had the credibility or you had the, the, uh, the value of Russell Brunson. Do you think Russell Brunson can add value to the world? He's like, yep. And I said, okay, do you think uh, Russell Brunson has credibility? He's like, yep. He's like, okay. Do you think Russell Brunson can communicate? He's like, really dang well. And I said, great. So uh, you're selling Russell Brunson's product. Russell Brunson's got the credibility. Russell Brunson's got the value. Russell Brunson's got the communication. Boom, taken care of. You're selling his stuff. Leverage his, go. What's your problem now? And he's like, well, what do you mean? And I'm like, well, you said that if we could get rid of those three things, if I could give you credibility, if I could give you value and I could help you communicate, then you would be able to go out and achieve that $5,000 a month. He's like, yeah. And I said, great. So find, like find it. All we have to do is knock over those three dominoes. All right. And I said, if you can't find the confidence within yourself, if you can't find the value within yourself, go find value. It doesn't have to come from you, right? You just have to be the one that delivers it. You're the one that has to make the, you know, the connection of the dots. He's like, oh. And I'm like, yeah, and you can leverage Russell Brunson's credibility because it's not your product, it's his product. He has credibility. And oh, by the way, he provides you all the scripts, all the templates and everything that you need to go and do. All you need to do is you need to go and figure out how to go through and sell these things. He's like, oh man, I don't know about that. I said, okay, great. You don't know about that. All right, so clearly, clearly you're still uncomfortable with that. I said, you know what the best way 
to get, uh, to be able to communicate, or I'm sorry, to provide value, to have credibility and to communicate is, he's like, what that? I said, education. I said, you got to educate yourself, right? I said, if you were to go through, how many of you guys, and I, and, and I, I said this, I said, this book.com secrets, do you own it? He's like, yep. I said, do you own expert secrets? He's like, yep. I'm like, you know how many thousands of people own these books and have never read them? He's like, yeah, probably a lot of them. And I was like, great. So let's just assume that between expert and .com secrets, there's been 100,000 copies sold. There's 100,000 people that own these books and probably 90% of them have never read them. If you read these books three times, three times, and go and apply what's in there, do you think that you're gonna have value that you could provide to the world? He's like, yeah, I do. And I was like, great. Do you think that you'd have some credibility because now you've read a book that somebody else hasn't and you're selling something around that? He's like, yeah, actually, I, I would. I was like, great. Do you think you'd be able to communicate? He's like, I don't know. I was like, do you think these books would... You think these books would help you communicate? He goes, yeah, because Russell Brunson's product. I said, great. So here's your problem or here's your solution. Read those books three times each. Go out there and you're gonna have all your problems solved. And he's like, whoa, whoa. How did you do that? Like wh- what, what changed that? Like, what was the, what was, I said, dude, the story that you're telling yourself right now is that $5,000 a month to achieve is hard. And that the only thing that's holding you back from that is, or, are these three things that you're making this big deal. You are telling yourself a story that not having results, not having credibility and not having value that you can add to the world is a problem. You're saying that that is this insurmountable thing that you, that is holding you back. And because you're the story that you are telling yourself is that that is hard. Therefore it becomes hard. I'm like, do you think Russell Brunson had value at the beginning? Do you think I had value at the beginning? Do you think I had credibility at the beginning? Dude, I grew up on a farm. I was a farm boy. I had no Instagram account until I didn't have like internet on my phone until I was like 19. I didn't have texting until I was like 17. We have, to this day, my parents have like one megabyte speed internet. We had dial up growing up, okay? I lived on a farm. I didn't have Instagram. I didn't have Facebook. I had nothing. I had 200 friends when I got started. You think I had any credibility? You think I had any results whatsoever? He's like, no, probably not. I'm like, great, how did I overcome it? I, I told myself that, that that creating value, that learning how to communicate, that going through and being able to ha- have some form of results was not a hard thing to get. I had to shift the story at some point. And I said, this is, because this is how, like this is how all of the world is like, is formed, okay? All of the, all of reality, all of everything is comprised of the stories that you tell yourself. He's like, well, okay, what do you mean by that? I was like, dude, I want you to think about something. Is $100,000 a lot of money? Now, actually, this wasn't part of the conversation. This was actually, a co- I, I, I want to be accurate in here. This was, I, I was telling somebody else this story and then this came up and I told somebody else this story and they're like, wow, that's fascinating. What do you mean that story, everything revolves around the stories that you tell yourself, okay? So this is separate. I just want to make sure that we're clear on that. Um, I was talking to this person and they're like, what do you mean, Josh, that stories control your life? What do you mean that stories control everything? I said, let me ask you something. Is $100,000 a lot of money? And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, are you sure? And they're like, yeah, $100,000 is a lot of money. And I said, why? They're like, well, uh, I mean, I don't know, like it's $100,000. And I'm like, exactly. The story that you tell yourself is that $100,000 is a lot of money. If you had $10 million in the bank right now, is $100,000 a lot of money? Like, oh no, of course not. Of course not. It's chump change. If you got a 10 million, a hundred million, a billion dollars in the bank, right? So why are you thinking, why are you telling yourself a hundred thousand dollars is a lot of money? 
If you tell yourself the story that $100,000 is a lot of money, it will forever and always be a lot of money. If you tell yourself the story that you're busy all the time, you will forever be busy. If you tell yourself you have all the time in the world, you will find time. There will always be more of it that you are able to find. And you, if you can't find it, you will make it. Okay, you will systemize things out to make it happen. If you tell yourself that you can't, you are not gonna be able to. If you tell yourself that having a successful company is this hard, impossible feat that takes 20 years, your brain will find ways to go through and do that and support that. And, and, and the way that it views the world will continue to reinforce that belief system. All right, I wanna dive a little bit further on this, okay? Because this is scientifically proven. This is not some rah-rah fluff, okay? This is real, all right? And I've talked about this before on the podcast, guys. When you look at how we work, everything in our life is based upon our identity, okay? So this guy that I was talking to on that sales call who was trying to make $5,000 a month, his identity told him that he was not a $5,000 a month person. He's like, I want that, but I'm not at that point yet. And he said, I'm not at a $5,000 a month level yet. So therefore, everything in his life, his entire perception, his entire worldview revolved around this fact that making $5,000 a month was a hard thing to do, all right? And this other person that I was talking to, in their mind, $100,000 was a lot of money. Their identity told them that they were not a person that thought that $100,000 was not a lot of money there. And so their identity that controls everything that you do, if your identity tells you that I'm not a $5,000 a month person, I'm not a $100,000 a month person, I'm not a million dollar a month person, I'm not that, then guess what? Your cognitive bias, your brain, your beliefs, everything in your world around you, your literal worldview will go in and will support that belief. That identity. Now, the definition of identity, for those of you that have not heard my podcast episodes before, the definition of identity is your belief about yourself, okay? Your identity is your belief about yourself, all right? I believe about myself at my core level that, that I'm an iPhone person. Androids suck, all right? If you're an Android person, you're weird. Why? Because that's my identity. So I buy, we, all the actions that we take are based out of our identity. The reason that I go and buy Apple is because I have an identity with Apple. I am an Apple person, all right? The reason that I have this good microphone is because I am, I say, I am a podcaster. I am a content creator and I buy the best. I buy the best. That is my identity. That is who I am. And this is the best microphone. It's like a $400 microphone. And then I got this soundboard over here. I don't know. I probably have like just in sound equipment. I have, you know, two, three, four thousand $4,000 wrapped up in that. Why? Could I produce this show Without these things, yeah, I could do it at a lower quality. But I do, I buy the things that I buy. I act the way that I act because my identity says, no, I am not a $100 a mic person. I am a top of the line $400 a microphone person. That is my identity speaking, okay? So if my identity says, Josh, and keep in mind, growing up my whole life, guys, excuse me, I'm, I'm, let me give you a perfect example of this. My whole life growing up, if you made 100000 dollars a year. You were killing it. That was a lot of money. Okay. If you made $20 an hour when I was, you know, 18, 19 years old, that was mind blowing amounts. I'm like, that was really, no, I shouldn't say mind blowing. That was really good money. Okay. When I was 19, I was making eight bucks an hour and I got a pay raise to $12 an hour. And I was like, oh yeah, I'm bowling. My identity told me I was worth $12 an hour. So I was a $12 an hour person. I didn't know any better. 
I didn't know any different. I didn't think different. Ha <laughs> ha. But I, literally, I didn't know any different. But once my identity changed, which once I believed differently about myself and I was like, wait a second, hold up. My time is worth more than $12 an hour. My identity shifted. And I'm not talking about a vocal belief. I'm not talking about a, uh, oh, I'm worth more than that. No, you have to believe it at your core to a point where if you're offered $12 an hour, you say no. To where if, if you sell, say that you are a $1,000 an hour person, if that's what your time is worth, if somebody comes and says, hey, I will pay you $500 right now for an hour of your time, you have to say no. Because if you don't say no, then your identity is not at $1,000. That's not a true identity shift, okay? Whatever you settle for, the lowest amount that you will settle for is that's the, bo- the baseline of your identity, okay? In any area, whether that's your time, whether that's your money, that's what you buy, what you wear, all of your life is controlled by your identity. And your identity is, you know, it's in your head, right? And your brain has this thing called cognitive bias, okay? Which literally is gonna reinforce the things that you believe. Meaning, have, okay, perfect example of this. Have you ever bought a car and then all of a sudden you see that same model of car everywhere or all of a sudden, you, you know what I mean? I, I just bought a Jeep Wrangler recently, okay? I knew there was a lot of Wranglers out there. I had no idea how many, but here was the weird thing. I put this white paper sticker or this white paper in the, the dashboard. It was a temporary license plate in my Jeep. I had never seen one of those. I mean, like maybe like every few weeks I'd see a new car and I'd be like, oh, look, it's a white piece of paper. Someone just got a new car. I have literally seen thousands. I am not kidding you. Thousands of white pieces of paper in people's w- window in the past month. It's insane. It's weird. Cognitive bias. It is, it is going through this thing of saying like, hey, I'm reinforcing this thing. Okay. I'm reinforcing this belief system. You will find things to align with what you believe in. If you believe that, and I'm going to go political here for a second. I'm not taking a stance. If you believe that Donald Trump is a good person or a good president, you will find and see all of the articles. You will find every video clip. You will find every piece of evidence to support the fact that you believe that Donald Trump is a good president. If you hate Donald Trump, if you think he's a terrible president, you will find and you will search for and you will literally be drawn to, your brain literally will will spot and it will focus on the things that support the belief that Donald Trump is a bad president, okay? So when you realize this and you go, okay, hold up, wait a second. If my identity controls my beliefs and my beliefs control my stories, and my stories control my life. If I shift my identity, I shift my belief, I shift my story. He's then, oh, hold up. Now I can, I can literally control my life. I literally can control it. And now, rather than saying, I cannot. I, when you say, I can't. When you say, I can't afford it. When you say, I can't do something. You are taking away all of your power. Okay? And you are putting in an identity, a belief into yourself that you are no longer capable of doing that thing. So if you say, I can't, you're, here's what happens, right? When you go, I can't, and state that out loud, right? Like, I can't do that. Guess what happens? Your identity goes, oh, I can't. Your beliefs go, oh, I can't. Your cognitive bias kicks in and goes, okay, let me find every reason in the universe right now, and it's just gonna get the longer you say I can't, the more and more reasons it's going to find. And the further and further, you're going to be stuck in this belief pattern that you can't. But when you say I can, that all of a sudden brings your power back. And now what happens? When you say I can, your identity goes, wait, I can. And then your beliefs go, oh, maybe I can. And then your cognitive bias goes, wait, 
let me find every reason in the universe that I could do this. What would need to be necessary? What would need to happen? What could I do? Right? And you might not even know how, but when you start to say I can, you literally let your mind, this is like science guys. You literally let your mind kick in. You let your brain kick in. You let your identity kick in and go, wait, I said I can. Now let me back up that by finding every piece in the universe that, that literally backs up my belief. That's how your brain works. So when you have this and you're, and when you go and you tell yourself this story about, hey, $5,000 a month is an unachievable goal or $100,000 a year is an unachievable goal or it's a goal that's gonna take me a long time to get to. Guess what? Then it is. It, you're gonna end up that way. But if you flip the script, if you flip the story that is going on in your mind and instead of saying, I can't, you say, I can. Instead of saying, this is not possible, you say, of course it is possible. I just have to figure out how. You're literally flipping the story. So I want you to think about right now, like what is that thing? And then I'm, I want to get in tactical here of how to get what you actually want, how to give you some context here, okay? But let's get tactical here for a sec. I'm going to get tactical here in a second, but I want you to think about what is this, this dream of yours? What dream do you have that seems unattainable to you? What is that? Is that $100,000 a year? Is it a million dollars a year? Is it uh, working four hours a week and making, you know, whatever? Is it, um, you know, a, a boat? Is it a big house? Is it time off? Like, what is the thing that seems so crazy far out there and unattainable? Something that's going to take you 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, or maybe you don't even know how long it's going to take you. Maybe you don't even believe it's possible for you, but you wish it. You have this, you have this dream. What is that? Think about that. I want you to visualize that right now. And now I want you to identify the story that you're telling yourself about that. See, the story that I told myself, the stories that I've told myself my whole life control my life. I remember thinking that when I first got indoctrinated into the whole Russell Brunson thing, that if I had to get on the phone to sell my products, that I was doing marketing wrong. That was the story I told myself. How ridiculous is that? But I spent almost like nine months of my life trying to sell five, you know, three to $5,000 items on a sales page because I told myself this story that if I had to get on the phone that I was doing marketing wrong. How stupid is that? I also told myself a story that if I was getting on the phone that I wouldn't have any time. I also told myself a story that a $100,000 launch could only be possible if I had a massive, huge email list of like 100,000 people. I also told myself the story that in order for me to be happy, I had to be famous. I also told my sto- myself the story that in order for me to, like I, over and over and over again, and guess what? I've accomplished so many of those things without the original story that I was telling myself. How? Because my story changed. Your story is your belief, okay? Your belief is the story that you're telling yourself, okay? That's, what's, that's what makes up your beliefs, Okay? So you need to look at this and you need to go, okay, what story am I telling myself about this thing that I say I can't attain? I'm going to be, I'm, I'm going to be real, real and vulnerable with you here. I, I, I shared this in my Facebook group the other day. Okay. Somebody asked me, they're like, Josh, what, what's the story that you're telling yourself right now that's holding you back? That's, I'm going to be perfectly honest with you guys. I just dealt with this. I've been dealing with this for the past couple of months, but really in the past couple of weeks with my coach, my coach has been pushing me to have a continuity program in my business. She's like, Josh, you need to have recurring revenue. You need to have some form of continuity, a membership site, a soft, something that increases and brings you recurring residual revenue. The story that I told myself about a continuity program, because I've tried two different continuity programs and failed twice. 
on continuity programs. Couldn't get them to work. The story that I told myself about continuity programs was this. A continuity, a continuity program will suck my time. And a continuity program is something that if I ever try to step away from, it will break. And that it is really, really difficult and hard to keep people engaged and paying for more than a couple months. That's the story that I told myself about a continuity program, okay? And I bet you a lot of you guys have thought about that too. I bet you a lot of people out there that have thought about continuity program thinks continuity program equals my time. Continuity program means that it's gonna, you know, uh, be really, really difficult to hold people there. Continuity program stuff is always breaking. Like, this is the story, right? And she's like, all right, Josh, let's flip that story. And I'm like, I don't know if, I just don't understand how. She goes, Josh, do you know of anybody in the entire world that has a continuity program where it sucks all of their time? And I'm like, well, I know a lot of people that ha- like have continuity programs that, that, that it sucks their time. Yeah. And she goes, great. Now, do you know of anybody that has a continuity program where it doesn't suck all of their time? I was like, actually, yeah, I can. I, I do. I do know some of those people. She goes, okay, great. So now you know that it's possible. And I was like, oh, I've been fighting with that for months. Huh, okay, so it's possible. She goes, yeah, so now design it and figure out what you want to do with it. I was like, oh, well, I don't want, and then I go to the next story, and I'm like, but Katie, I don't want this, this, and this, and if I build a continuity program around this, then I have to build it here, then I have to build it here, the blah, blah, and so I go through this whole entire thing, and she said, here's what I heard from you. I have to do this, I have to do this, I can't do this, I have to do this, I must do this, because of blah, 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 blah. You gave all of these reasons that you had to do a certain things a certain way. And I'm like, yeah, exactly. Do you think your cognitive bias is kicking in at all? Do you think that the story that you're telling yourself about your continuity program, that old operating system is kicking in? I'm like, um, yeah, probably. She goes, is it possible, Josh, that you could build this thing over here without any of those th- things being true? I'm like, I suppose. She's like, I want you to take all limitations off right now. I want you to take, you have unlimited financial resources, time resources, everything. What? does that continuity program look like for you? And I'm like, hmm. And so then I go and design that. And she goes, great, now you have this thing. It's designed, it's beautiful, it's amazing. Now go and bring that into reality. Tell yourself the story that you can. Tell yourself the story that against all odds, you will move heaven and hell to bring it into reality. Because when you tell yourself that story, your mind, your brain, your whole life, the universe, all the energy will align to bring it into fruition. But you need to decide, you need to choose that you are going to make that happen. You need to choose that you are going to bring that into reality. Guys, success has nothing to do with your talents. It has nothing to do with your abilities. It has nothing to do with any of that. It has everything to do with your choice and your choosing to go out and make it happen. It has everything to do with your belief system. It has everything to do with your mind. There's a reason I preach mindset. Guys, to put this into perspective, and then I'm gonna get tactical with you here, I promise. When I hired Katie in January of this year, I had just come back from a two-month world trip. I had no income for two months. I had no income in the month of January, so that would have been three months. I had just spent $10,000 to get my girlfriend home because she was sick with a parasite and we had to book a last minute first class flight from the Philippines to the US literally within a 24 hour turnaround time. Those are not cheap flights, FYI. I land, I have no product. I have no direction for the company. 
I'm trying to figure out what I want to do with my life. And my coach goes, hey, Josh, I want you to pay me $60,000. $60,000 that I don't have, by the way. $5,000 a month. And I'm scared. And I didn't know what I was going to do because I had no business. I had no direction, but I knew I had made a choice. I said, I need a coach. I know I need a coach. And not only do I know that I need a coach, I know that I'm going to get one. I'm going to commit to it. And then I get on the phone with Katie. We go through this entire process. She tells me the price. I freak out and I go, but I know this is the right decision. I know deep down in my heart, this is the right decision. I make that decision. Guys, that was five months ago. I have been working with Katie for five months. Five months ago, I had no product. I had no direction for the company. I I was dealing with the death of my brother and just now overcoming that. And I'm finally sitting down looking at not a whole lot of assets moving forward. And I go, what do I need to do? And we have spent the last five months working together. The only things that we have talked about are things that go on inside the mind. Identity, belief, the stories that you're telling yourself, choice. Katie has not taught me anything about business. She has not taught me any marketing tactic. She has not taught me any sales tactic. She has not taught me, she taught me a little bit about product creation. That is it. And five months later, I had almost a $200,000 launch and we spent $2,000 on advertising. I used to tell myself that making $20,000 a month consistently consistently was a hard thing to do. And I made almost 200 grand in nine days. Over 100 grand, I should say. Why? I changed the story. I changed the story. I changed my belief. I changed my identity, okay? Everything in life revolves around the story. The only reason that money has value is because somebody in, in government said it had value and we all collectively agreed that that was the story that we were gonna go with. The only reason that Donald Trump is good is because a bunch of people said he's good. The only reason that Donald Trump is bad is because a bunch of people said he's bad. Donald Trump is this person. We've all put this story around it into um, this all identity. I mean, it, it's all based on the story upon which we see. And then our, our, our biases literally go in and confirm that. The reason you're poor is because you're telling yourself you are a poor person. I'm dead serious. The reason you are at where you are at right now, if you really go and look down into what is really controlling you, if you really get real with yourself, if you really look inside your soul and look inside your mind, and when you're staring yourself in the mirror at night and you're like not feeling all that great about yourself, it's because you understand that the identity that you have right now says that I am a poor person. I am a broke person. I don't know how to do blank. I don't know how to do blah. I will never achieve blah. I will will never lose this weight. I will never become fit. I will never make a million dollars. I will never have a successful business. I will never know Russell Brunson. I will never know whatever. Whatever that story is, there is that subconscious, not conscious. It's in the subconscious. There is that subconscious story that is going on inside your brain right now. And guess what? It's controlling you. And if you were to shift that, if you shift that story at a core identity level, you shift that story, your entire life will change. So, how do you get what you want in life? Let's get tactical. Step number one, you need to identify what it is that you actually want. I was talking with Catherine Jones the other day. She's a client of mine, pretty good friend of mine as well. I'm super, super excited to be working with her. And uh, have my copywriter on there, Cameron Snow. Shout out Cameron. He's a freaking boss. And uh, Catherine said she was uh, talking with her friend and uh, her friend, they were talking about you know, getting what you want out of life. And she said, I was talking to my friend and he goes, the reason that most people have such a hard identifying what they, a hard time identifying what they want in life. The reason that so many people are not willing to state that is because when you're actually really clear on what you want in life, you understand deep down that that requires sacrifice. It does. You can't have it all. There is a limited, there is a finite number of 
of hours. There's a finite number, uh, amount of time and of energy and of resources. It is physically impossible to have everything. So if you want something, that means you have to give up other things. And that requires sacrifice. And most people don't want to. And because success requires sacrifice, because identifying what you want and making that crystal clear requires giving up other things, most people never actually identify what it is that they want. And most people are are addicted to the story that's keeping them where they're at. They're addicted to the story that they're telling themselves about them being poor. They're addicted to their little apartment that's cost them a thousand bucks a month and that they're happy with. They're addicted to where they're at right now and they don't even realize it. And so they refuse to change the story. They refuse to identify what they want because they're too afraid and they don't want to give up what they have right now. The first thing, the first step to getting whatever you want out of life is to actually identify what it is that you want. What's the relationship that you want? What's the money that you want? What's the business that you want? What's the lifestyle that you want? What kind of father do you want to be? What kind of mother do you want to be? What kind of boyfriend or, or husband? What kind of wife or girlfriend do you want to be? What kind of car do you want to drive? What kind of house do you want to have? You don't have to have all the answers. You're not going to be able to go after them all at once. But you're not going to get any of them unless you start with one. You got to know what you're going after. I made a conscious decision about six months ago that I was going to have the best possible relationship that I possibly could have with my girlfriend. That nothing else... Nothing else was going to step in the way. Not my relationship with my family, not my business, not money, not nothing was going to stand in the way of making sure that I had a good relationship with my girlfriend. I have the healthiest relationship out of anybody I know. I'm not saying that to brag. I don't know everybody's relationship. You might have a great relationship. I'm not, not comparing. I'm simply saying that my relationship with Leah, I love her to death. Like she's my everything. I love her. Why? Because I made a conscious choice to make that happen. I said, that is what I want. What do I need to go to make that happen? And there were sacrifices that I had to make. A lot of them. My business had to be sacrificed in areas. My alone time had to be sacrificed in areas. What I wanted in certain areas had to be sacrificed. But it was worth it because I knew that I wanted that more than anything else. You need to identify what it is that you want more than anything else and then go after that. That's the first step to getting what you want. The second thing that you need to do is you need to identify what it is that is holding you back from that, from achieving that. What is the story that you are telling yourself that is preventing you from getting what you want? The story that I was telling myself about Leah a year ago or whenever it was, was if I stay, you know, if I, if I have a healthy relationship there, then my business is going to suffer, that I cannot have a successful business unless I don't have a healthy relationship. I changed the story. I said, no, I can have a healthy relationship, make that my priority and have a healthy business, a successful business that makes me lots of money where I only work eight hours a day or 10 hours a day or 40 hours a week, whatever it was. And I did it. Because I changed my st- the story. I made it possible. When I wanted to do my launch, I was like, man, I really hope I can pull off a $25,000 launch. Is $25,000 possible? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Ah, what's holding me back? And I went, no, actually, I want a $100,000 launch. And the only thing that's getting in my way of that is XYZ PDQ. I'm listing them all out. I'm like, cool. What's the story that I'm telling myself about those things? How do I change that? How do I change the story? First, you got to identify what it is that you want. Then you got to identify 
what it is that is holding you back from achieving that and the stories that you are telling yourself about what it takes to achieve that. Because chances are, the reason that you don't have what you want is because of the story, no, 100% of the time, the reason that you don't have what you want is because the story that you're telling yourself about what it is that you want is wrong. You just need to change the story. And then step number three is you need to figure out what the first step is. The first step is to bringing whatever it is that you want into reality. Okay? We got to identify what it is that we want. We got to identify the stories that we're telling ourselves about that. And then we got to figure out the first step is to changing that story and bringing that into reality. And then step number four is you actually need to change the story and take action. That's how you get what you want in life. I'm so serious. Guys, I believe that for me, success is inevitable. It's inevitable. It's not, it's not a question mark. It's not a maybe. It's an absolute. Why? Because I decided it was going to be. I decided it. I didn't make it a maybe. I didn't tell myself it wasn't possible. I didn't tell myself the story that maybe one day I will achieve it. I told myself the story that I will, no questions asked, become successful. Zero, there is a 0% chance that I will not be. And now I'm going to live in that way. And whenever I go and I go, oh, this is hard, whatever, I'm going, oh, wait. Oh, that's not, the, yeah, that's, that's not right. Nope, the story, the story is that I'm going to be successful. I got, I got to live that way. My identity has shifted. My identity has, has defaulted to the fact that I will be successful. There is no question. The same can be true for you. I told myself that I wanted a Jeep Wrangler. I told myself that I wanted a Jeep Wrangler and I wanted to trick it out. And I told myself that I would not buy a Jeep Wrangler unless I could trick it out. Bought a Jeep Wrangler. Just ordered all the parts to have it all tricked out. Should be done later, well, later this week or next week. Story I told myself. I'm a Jeep driver. It's what I am. It's my identity. It's the story. Whatever you want in life. Decide what it is that you want. Figure out what's holding you back and the story that you're telling yourself about what's holding you back. Figure out the first step to bring it into reality and then change the story and go make it happen. That's how you get what you want in life. Guys, everything in life is a story. This right here, this book. One of the best books of all time outside of the Bible, probably. Psycho-Cybernetics, it's about identity. Tap into the power of your subconscious mind. Improve your self-image. Learn to use uh, your positive past. Set and achieve worthwhile goals. Develop compassion, self-respect, and forgiveness. Cultivate the power of rational thinking. Discover the key to a happier, more successful life. Read it multiple times. Have it on audio. Have it in physical. Get it. Read it. It will show you everything I'm talking about here. It will show you the proof behind it. It will give you real-life examples of this being true. Your identity is the story that you tell yourself about yourself, your belief about yourself. Your stories are your beliefs. Whatever story you believe to be true will become true by default. It is how your brain is wired. It is how the universe is wired. Change the story and you can go out and change your life. Guys, I hope this was helpful. Guys, if this was valuable, if this was really beneficial, please do me a favor. Please leave us a rating and review on iTunes if this was valuable. Please, it really does help us. Um, Go over there, hit subscribe, hit like, rate, review. Uh, and uh, I mean a lot. And if you found value, if you're watching on Facebook, YouTube, whatever, comment, hashtag value down below, smash the like button, smash the love button. The more likes, the more comments we get, the more people will help with this. Um, I really, really appreciate it. Guys, I want to end with this one final thought. When you change the story, you have to be willing to accept the fact that the path changes with it. Not only do your belief change, do your beliefs change, the opportunities change with it. You're going to have to do things that you didn't know you had to do before. 
Your life will change. Your life will look fundamentally different. You have to be willing to think different. You have to literally think different. You have to be willing to go, oh, well, I didn't think this was possible before, but I'm going to tell myself that it is possible. And then you're going to start to learn. You're going to start to educate yourself. You're going to have to try new things. You're going to have to be not afraid to fail. As long as you make that thing inevitable, as long as you tell yourself the story that this is going to happen no matter what, then no amount of failure can stop you. But you have to be willing to grow. You have to kill the old version of yourself because the old version of yourself is stuck in the stories that you are in right now. You have to take off that old self. You have to get rid of that operating system and you have to step into a new way of operating. You have to step into a new way of thinking and that requires change. A change of thinking, a change of actions, a change of lifestyle, a change of beliefs, a change of who you are. If you recognize yourself in a year from now, you probably aren't growing enough. When I look back at what I was a year ago, I'm like, wow, I was a way different person. And a year before that, and a year before that, and a year before that. Why? Because I'm growing. If I'm the same in a year from now that I am right now, that would be a sad day. I got to grow. I got to change. My actions change. My beliefs change. My results change. My capabilities change. And there's limitless potential when you're in that mindset. Just change the story. Tell yourself you can instead of the fact that you can't. And say it over and over and over and over again and watch your life change forever. Guys, that's all I've got for you. Thank you so much for listening. As always, hustle, hustle. God bless. Do not be afraid to think different because those of us that think different are gonna be the ones that change the world. I love you all and I will see you on the next episode. Take it easy, fam. A peace. Yo, what's up, guys? You've been listening to the Think Different Theory with myself, Josh Forty, which I like to call a new paradigm of thinking. And real quick, I got a question for you. Did you like this episode? If you did, I want to ask a huge favor. See, the biggest thing that helps this podcast grow and that will spread this message of positivity and making the world a better place is if you leave a review, a rating, and subscribe to the podcast. What that does is it basically tells the platforms that this is out on, that you like my stuff, and that I'm doing something right. So if you could take like three seconds out of your day and subscribe, leave a rating and a review, I would be forever grateful for you. Also, I want to hear from you. I want to know your feedback, your ideas, and your questions for future episodes. So be sure to hit me up on Instagram in the DM at Josh Forty or via email contact at thinkdifferenttheory.com.